0: Hey, welcome back to the Raji Rabbit Podcast. I am finally home in San Diego. I was gone uh, for a week. I went to Atlanta for an amazing event. The Atlanta uh, people showed us so much love. I had the female DJ Connect that we threw as BPM Supreme. Atlanta's popping. If you haven't been to Atlanta, I recommend that you get out there. I really wish I got a chance to record an episode in Atlanta, but we were so busy while we were there. I really didn't have time to bust out the podcast uh, setup. Now, after Atlanta, I went to to New York City, and, and New York City was a blast. It was amazing. I went to Marquee Nightclub, which is great. I recommend it if you ever get to New York City. It's awesome. But while I was in Atlanta with a lot of my BPM Supreme Artist Relations crew, Uh, Carrie Glass joined me for this conversation with a buddy of ours, a new friend of mine, Mr. Neil Jackson. This conversation is amazing, and if you don't know who Neil Jackson is, check him out. He's on my IG. I follow him, and check him out on my Twitter. He's just at Neil Jackson, but Neil is super connected in the DJ world, a very important person, and he is a great guy as well, and he has shed light on uh, new vocabulary words for me <laughs> going to uh, to New York City. There's a interesting saying there, and I'll let you guys listen in on that. It's kind of funny as he trains me on the appropriate way to use that saying. But uh, it was a blast. Uh, we had a great conversation. We talked about the Goldie Awards, which was the main reason that I was there. So uh, I want to let you guys get into the conversation here, what we did. We recorded live right there in Brooklyn, Brooklyn amazing by the way visit brooklyn if you go to new york but check it out it's a live table conversation from an airbnb in brooklyn with neil jackson carrie glass and the conversation starts right now this is the Roger rabbit podcast i formerly called Roger rabbit and friends and this time i'm actually here with my friends dj carrie glass hey what's up everybody neil jackson wait we're live new york we're recording this, live yet. oh shit! we're recording live right no. now
1: we're recording oh live that means all right so neil does ad-libs for podcasts <laughs> see see that's i'm the, ad- I'm the hype man in ad- the background ad-lib neil
0: so neil is a new york a dj here and he was from california originally neil why don't you go ahead and say something about yourself um uh,
2: i think you just said it actually <laughs> 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 i'm um originally from la um moved out to new york 16 years ago um travel around wait what
0: i was just saying don't like like it's like a seismic effect if you guys are rubbing the table i was no
1: these weren't connected right so i
0: was (laughs) (laughs) so you moved out here about eight years ago
2: 16 years ago
0: 16 years ago can we
2: say his name neil jackson neil jackson oh my god we're
0: gonna start over no No, no, that's great (laughs) this is (laughs) Roger rabbit podcast and i'm here with the friends of mine dj carry glass and Neil Jackson.
1: Hey, that's my ad lib. Hey, what up,
0: everybody? <laughs> so uh, Carrie is a DJ for Fit Radio, and uh, and Neil, you are a DJ all about town here in
2: New York City. Yep, that's that's me. Yes. That's... <laughs> what are some
0: of the most exciting places if someone was coming to New York City uh, that they have to check out, like that 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 aren't mainstream?
2: That are not mainstream. That
0: are not mainstream. Because I didn't just look up stuff online and figure out, you know, what's the best bottle service clubs, but what's those real spots you got to check out?
2: Uh, The Rub, DJ 11. uh, They do everything from dance hall, 90s, 2000s, but they do, like, B-side cuts of all of them. The things that, like, if you were deep into, like, 90s music, you know about those ones. They don't do the no-diggities. They do the... I don't know, bad boy version of, I don't know, some, some artists. It's kind of hard to explain, but it's, 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 uh,
0: Nice, and it's called The Rub? Yeah, The is Rub has been going, venue? yeah, The Rub or has the been night. going off,
2: like, it's a, it's a party. It's like it's a, a it's a party that, it's like your do-over
1: before do-over got really big. Oh, wow. So is it like, um, like once a week, or how often does it occur? It's, I think it's once a month.
2: It's with 11 Cosmo Baker... It's like got some OGs. Oh
0: no, Cosmo from Philly. Yeah. Nice, nice. So that happens every month.
2: Yeah.
0: And ch- how do you find out around. about it? Is it like a secret party or?
2: Well, I mean, they they just post it on on Facebook or Our no? ID. They they got a pretty big network. So, of like, would people. a tourist
0: be able to find it or like some new hungry DJ listening to this? If you're
2: a DJ, it's pretty easy to find because like if you follow Eleven or Cosmo Baker or um. DJ Ayers, like all those dudes, they they all play there. Like that's that was where they got their start in New York. Nice. Um, you got that. You got Tiki Disco. You got MoMA's Everyday People. Um, I want to check that party out. I hear that's a really good party. Which one? MoMA's um, DJ
1: MoMA has a party called Everyday People. Nice. Like that's like legendary, like New York party, right?
2: Yeah. Oh, well, it's not so much legendary. It's just it's just been around for. For a few years, um, but the rub is it's been around. I think I think they were on there for like fourteenth year. Mm. This wow. is like before Do Over even existed.
0: Yeah, that's um, awesome. Yeah, it's a it's a great party. Nice. nice. So nice. So what do you like about um, like what is what kind of movements are coming up now in New York City? Like, do you think there's anything happening in happening in New York that's a uh, unique to New York and it's going to be this wave that kind of splashes outward?
2: I think I want to say the New York's at a standstill right now. I haven't really seen anything that's like jumping out that I've I haven't noticed. Maybe I'm just so far out of the scene. Um, But you know, we we definitely have like a, a few a few hip hop artists that are popping up, like um like this group called the Gifted Program. They've got. They came out with this track called Litcoin, that started to pick up.
0: Litcoin.
2: Yeah. Um, I think that's a real thing.
0: I've heard I a song about it. Litcoin, but I don't know if it's No, I think it's real. I saw. I think I saw it in in Atlanta. I think there is a cryptocurrency that's like a... Oh, you're uh, talking about
1: Litecoin. Yeah, that's Litecoin. Yeah, no. But there's a song called Litcoin. I um, don't I don't think it's... L-I-T-E-C-O-I-N. No. It's with... Um,
0: where the hell is this release party at Swirlies? Huh. Let me see. I'm gonna try to look up more information on this. But what else? What other groups?
2: Uh well, you know, we got Sheck West. We yeah. have um Hey bro, can you play some Mo
1: <laughs> Bamba?
2: <laughs> some Mo Bamba? <laughs> it's
1: crazy how big that thing got. It's like most popular amongst like white frat kids in Middle America. Uh, somehow it just overshot the, the target market and it just <laughs> went into the other side of it. <laughs> Do you think uh, Shaq West will be able to top that song? I mean... I don't think he'll be able to top it. I feel like he's going to be a one-hit wonder. There's going to be a couple guys that
2: are going to hate me if they they hear this thing. But his album's terrible. Yeah. I heard I listened to it several times and I was trying to get into it. And I can't find that next song.
1: Yeah, unless they just shove it down people's throats I feel about that song kind of how I felt about uh, Ferg uh, work when it came out it kind of has the same like impact but Ferg has continued to put out tracks I like A$AP Ferg a lot Uh, but Sheck West I don't think he can like follow this one up he doesn't have like a longevity I don't feel like like again like he
2: overshot I feel like he overshot his audience I got in this conversation with somebody at Def Jam yesterday I feel like he's like check what i Obama hasn't even hit the the point that it should be there's still room for it to grow mm-hmm. and i was like i don't i don't see that because usually like when when hip-hop a lot of hip-hop tracks that have been coming out um they kind of grow within an underground scene and they said well that goes with any genre they they start to get this like credibility and uh, in, a, in an underground scene and they start to grow from there and then the last frontier are the bottle service clubs. Um, after that, where do you go? Right. For this one, it broke in the bottle service clubs and then overshot and then turned into the frat boy anthem, which is, blows my mind. Yeah. It had no hood credibility. It had no, no nothing. It just, it was nothing and then it became something and then
1: it became just bigger than the song itself. Like it, it once once you have like a meme about you in your song, like I think you've hit like a really big high. Like I don't know, how does it get bigger than that? Exactly. I I was talking to my boy over at Death. I'm like,
2: I'm I'm posting this meme, but that's actually like the twentieth time that I've seen this. Yeah, meme. yeah, yeah. Um, you know, now you could hear it being played at excess. You could yeah. hear it being played. Where does it go from there? You know, it with the bottle service clubs. It just that is the last frontier. After that, you know, that track just fizzles away after that. Right. So
0: definitely if it didn't get picked up on radio because, you know, eventually will be on the recurrent charts and then you last forever, you know, I'm just like if you don't have radio is crucial to getting that residual money.
2: Yeah. For, and forever. The best parts of that song are all curse words. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: So, so I'm just trying to figure out how they're gonna censor
1: that part. With still keeping the energy of the song. I wonder if we'll be hearing that song like five years from now in the club, ten years from now in the club. So I had this
2: conversation with another industry guy. It's funny that where hip hop is at right now because. It's disposable. Well, it's not even so much as that. It's like, remember the times of right now, of all the hip hop tracks that are right now, like Sheck West. There is somebody 30 years from now that is going to remember this time and be like, girl, remember when I met you at that club and our song came on?
0: Yeah, it ties to a memory.
2: (laughs) And it's like, and then they start singing that song. That's going to be their, They might be their wedding song. Yeah. Or that might be the song that like. Oh my God. That they they get it onto. And it's like, fuck, shit, bitch. (laughs) 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 That is going to be their oldies but goodies. Yeah. Huh. it's crazy yes. or like they met when they heard French Montana pop that and then their son or daughter goes, well, how does the song go? Dad, pop that, pop that, <laughs>
1: that is going to be the story he tells. That's so, funny. That's so accurate, though. I can't even imagine that because like classics to me or something totally different. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And that's classics to like these kids now. Yeah, it's crazy.
2: I mean, I guess that would be our version of like ain't no fun or yeah. You know, Snoop
1: Dogg or something like that. Like, I wonder um, if they even like know Stevie Wonder tracks or like anything like that. No, I mean, I remember I had this con. I I mean, I feel like I've
2: had a lot of conversations, <laughs> but D Nice, I was talking to D Nice and it was a charity event he and I were doing. And we were talking to the lighting kid and he must have been about 25. And we were like, you know, what's your, what's the, what's the, uh, what are the artists that you think of when you're like, Damn, I haven't heard that shit in a long time. And he brought up um what it was um the track Tipsy. Oh yeah, Jake Vaughn. Gwai- yeah. That was his oh shit. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, that wasn't really that I mean it was a long time ago, but it wasn't
1: really
0: that
2: long <laughs> ago. I feel like but he like didn't a- know he didn't know who Mary J. Blige was. Oh shit. Like, he didn't know um
0: he probably know some of her songs though. Like if you played Family Fair, he'd be like, "Oh, I've heard this before."
2: Yeah, I'm curious. I'm it. It's probably like a wedding or something yeah, like that. But
0: you know, recur. It's still recurrent a little bit. Instead, depending on if you're like in a in a urban station, like a real urban station.
2: Yeah, yeah, I could agree, um, but for the most part, like, what is your version of old school?
0: My version of old school would probably
2: like, uh, or actually, let me let me let me. Put it in a setting. If you're at a bottle ser, if you're playing at a at a bottle service club, w- and they go, okay, uh, do some throwbacks. What is that throwback?
0: Throwbacks, and I know the crowd out there that I'm playing to, uh, probably your Nellies in your early two thousands. You know, that's that's what I'm going to hit up. You know, uh, <clears throat> uh, where the party at? Uh, you know, uh, uh, Jayquan Tipsy is a great song uh it's it mixes into a lot of stuff too but uh i I, I feel like everybody had a
2: something with the tipsy drums on it
0: (laughs) yeah oh yeah so many remixes came out with that that drum -drum, that drum yeah and then uh let's see uh there there's a i would go back to you know dr dre you know uh probably nothing like uh i was on the west coast i can get away with real old school dr dre otherwise it would be like you know next episode which is still played everywhere um and she still throw throwback her current hits Usher, yeah, forever immortal usher yeah that thing still is always forever gonna be this part thing that sets the party off and he's still those guys are still relevant today usher and Lil Dur- yeah you know
1: I was asking a San Diego DJ, he's young, he's coming up, he's about 19, and I was like, what's old to you? Like, what's a super old track, like corny to you? If you hear it, you're like, damn, that's an old throwback. And he immediately was like, "Uh, Chris Brown, run it. And I was like, I started thinking about it. I was like, that track's fucking actually pretty damn old, but I still fucking play it. It's still like a warm up Mm -hmm. track, you know, of sorts. You still hear it in the club. That kid that you're talking about, 19 years old, if he,
2: if you were playing and he was in the crowd, he was four when Tipsy came out. My
1: God, That's so insane. you said
0: five years ago. <laughs> you, you guys asked about five years from now, where what will this song succeed, and what you know, what do you think? So I just quickly googled twenty charts, and at the top is Macklemore's Thrift Shop, Blurred Lines. Let's see how many of these stayed around. Imagine Dragons, uh, Radioactive. Bauer, Harlem Shake. <laughs> uh, he
1: started a movement with that. Yeah.
0: Can't Hold This, Macklemore, Justin Timberlake, Mirrors, Pink, Just Give Me a Reason. Uh, Bruno Mars, this is obviously radio charts rather than club charts. Daft Punk, Get Lucky. That's not really around too much anymore. Uh, some of these some of these still hold up, though. Like Suit and Tie, uh, that's still something that, that people all right blurred lines lines it holds up uh what do you think holds up so far from what i what was the first two you said the first two thrift shop and blurred lines yeah those two hold up
1: you can still play thrift shop i don't hear people play it that often though yeah uh in blurred lines you could definitely play a corporate private event
0: yeah early
1: yeah weddings
0: I kind of pop, I love it. It's kind of one that's kind of faded out nowadays. Uh, actually, Not the really. crazy
2: thing is that me and Roche had this kind of... Uh, me and Ro- Roche was in the crowd, and he actually texted me when I played this. I played it at a marquee, and it was still massive.
0: massive. It's, it's a sing-along song. I think. Yeah. I think... Depending on the crowd, I mean, you know, it's a bunch of girls there and they're drunk. You know, yeah. it's, I don't care. It's an anthem. It's a fucking anthem. Oh, not die.
1: Yeah. Oh, that song goes off. That's a fucking jam. Yeah. That's my back pocket. Like, yeah. All fails break. If this you life. go yes. up in BPMs and you want to draw everyone in with a sing along, girls go nuts over that. Yeah. That is our certified Monday. banger. Salt and pepper push it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it we got an old enough
2: crowd. Salt yeah. and have to push it. Yeah. Always gets the party started.
0: Yeah up
2: on this yeah that and baby got back
0: yeah. some of the songs are just gone like die young uh gangnam style oh, i, mean, I think those are just done. it's
1: always weird i still I randomly cried, get Flo a Rider. request for gangnam style every now and then I, once in a blue moon i get it. it it's like i'm like entertained by the idea but like you know, pour I
0: think, it pour <laughs> it up rihanna and i'm you some know, know, I people have little, never really played it you know some of you watching i've heard some people play some like uh, some like EDM remix versions of those, you know. Those it was, like like RL rhymes, rhymes came out. Yeah, that's it. Like that. That's uh-huh, that's the one I still I still hear sometimes. I don't I don't really rock with it like that right now. I don't really fuck
2: with that one too because it just starts off too mellow.
0: It is. It is. And, and you know what? Bitch, but better, Bitch better have my money. Also, does that for me yeah. too. I never got into that song. Like, I played the some redrums came out, which were to me better yeah. because I mean, it's just so. Slow, but somehow you girls, I mean, it's amazing. The, the slower the tempo, the more you guys are twerking your ass to it these days. I don't understand it really too much. They're like, oh, that shit is 51 beats per minute. Yeah. And and I wanna, guess in their mind, they're just double timing it or something because you still find a way to shake it, you know, to, to uh, it's <laughs> like the air, shit that's like slow as fuck.
2: It's like the, it's like a, I'll call it like an air grinding. Like they, they just kind of gyrate to themselves. <laughs> it's like the female version of the air guitar for men.
0: <laughs> <laughs> air grinding yeah it's like Holy air shit. grinding they don't
2: want to dance with any dudes yeah but they will they get as themselves. nasty as they can to themselves yeah <laughs> but that's sort of like an air guitar for dudes
0: yeah pretty, totally. <laughs> i like that air grinding It's <laughs> born right here today yeah there you go
2: <laughs> air grinding
0: well let's see so yeah uh oh and your boy titty boy two chains with uh i'm different He's like, yes, no. I'm
1: different. Still so works. That's still a great song. Yeah. I do yeah. like that song. Let's I do still like do that one. song.
0: So we had a little uh, debate in the walk oh, back man. to this uh, this Airbnb that we're staying up here in lovely New York City, and uh, Neil said to me that uh, Titty Titty Boy was one of the best rappers of all time, and I'll say that because his name's Two Chains now, but. Uh, yeah, top five. Oh, oh, f- first, let, let's top I, five that
2: are There, there I gotta correct this. The T- conversation was ludicrous versus two chains lyrically. Out of better, whoever the better lyricist is for, is it two chains or ludicrous? I say two chains because two chains is a joker, but when he tells a joke, it is one of the best jokes i've ever heard ludicrous i can't he's serious to a certain degree but lyrically he's he's strong i just don't know if he's in the top five
0: Um, but so if it came down to just like pick a rapper who had to be thanos out of existence finger snap you're gone
2: i wish adrenaline was in this conversation because you just brought up thanos and he would have freaked out.
0: <laughs> Who uh, are you going to Thanos snap out of the world? Are you going to Thanos? The, he never existed. It's uh, it's going to be Two Chains or ludicrous. uh
2: Rapper Ludacris. Actor Ludacris? I kind of like
0: him. Oh! Because <laughs> you're a Fast and Furious. Yeah, well, uh, no, fan. I'm not at
2: him as, as an actor, too fast, but.
0: Too but, but yeah. <laughs> now, that's a song I don't like. Too Fast for y'all, man. When he did the Too Fast, Too Furious <laughs> song. <All right. laughs> <laughs> okay, that's
2: I, two chains. My two chains is my my guy. I, I would Thanos ludicrous in the.
0: Now zombie. what if what if you Thanos ludicrous and he his acting career had to go too? Like you had to let go of the acting too. You're still t- taking two two chains audio audio, so now the, now audio the audio that he gave you in life. You're willing to sacri- to, to sacrifice ludicrous ludicrous's visual. Entertainment he's provided you and his audio entertainment.
2: Okay, so we're bringing up a different conversation because that no, was. I'm just saying the
0: existence, though. So I mean, like, if you had to, okay, I get where you are musically. Now musically, you choose two channels. That is just getting barbaric. Now, you <laughs> could like just wipe somebody's existence out completely. Yeah. As a human, you making, get rid of. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. It's going to make you think like, oh shit! <laughs> like he Hillary touched, he <laughs> touched all these, he touched <laughs> all these lives, you know? Right. <laughs> okay, and, I would still, I
2: would still. Ludacris got to go.
0: Oh my gosh, yeah.
2: Ludacris! I mean, what? What did he really bring to the table? Like lyrically, I don't think that he. Fast and the Furious. He's a supporting actor. He wasn't even the lead. Like, put put two chains back in. <laughs> put two chains in <laughs> Fast and Furious. Oh, you're
0: saying he would got that spot? Well, yeah. Okay. you are right. be like
1: the, look, the alternate you know, universe. That exists. So when you're DJing, do you play more Ludacris or more Two Chains? I actually don't play Ludacris at all.
2: Oh my god. So for what, the simple fact of that conversation that me and don't have,
0: oh yeah, <laughs> out, of, out, of, out of spite. I don't even think I have ludicrous in my computer. Out of spite. <laughs> so, so question: What is a big song for both of you two, Carrie and Neil? What's a big song or a big uh, Yeah, what's a big song? Biggest song that you don't that you've never played or don't fuck with? Like that, like for some reason it was big, but. Even though it's big, you got around not playing it.
1: The most recent thing that I can think of, and it was big on radio, but I don't think it's like a good club song or danceable song, but people will ask for it, but I, ne- I don't even fucking have it, is um, This Is America. No, 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 no. I, that song is ridiculous to me. That never really popped off in New York, that
2: that song, so I never yeah. really got that request. Carlos Gambino? Yeah.
0: Yeah, but you can't take his answer. Oh no no! I'm just I'm just yeah. saying like, like yeah it just
2: never really so like I, I can't even like relate yeah. to that one because it just didn't exist anymore. yeah um damn
0: it didn't even exist here
2: yeah I mean the video went viral but like in yeah. the clubs it did
1: there was mm. no
2: place for it
1: um yeah it, it doesn't fit with anything you fuck up a dance floor um
2: god that's a good question because I, I I literally just had this conversation with...
1: I mean I I. Had, there was something big that just came out that, like. You know what, so I never played, um, I'm All the Way Up. Like, oh, man, that wow. was huge here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it it's was a he's he's joke. Artist I too. played it very short, I mean, for a short amount of time because I had to, but it. I, I haven't kept it in the rotation.
2: What was it? There's a really, like, a recent big song that I, I just don't play. And it's just too slow.
1: It's like a Post Malone song or something.
2: Oh,
0: none of
1: the
2: Post Malone songs. Oh, are there,
0: there you go. Know, that qualifies because he had some bangers over the last... Yeah. I, I think all of oh,
1: this shit works great. Maybe that's probably...
0: Maybe, He's maybe close that's Post vs. West Coast.
1: Coast. <laughs> oh, so you don't play Post Malone? At all. Really? it
2: is In New York, it's weird, like... As, as DJs, we're pushed to play as much energy as possible without just playing EDM or whatever um post malone was a sing-along but it also dips down in energy yeah so it's a little tough and you can't play moon the tone and you can't play edm trap remixes of things because it, it just doesn't work yeah um so you would have to just play the normal version and like how do you get out of that yeah i mean people do it i just don't yeah I don't, i'd rather, there's just so many songs especially with hip-hop now so many songs come out that it's easily you can easily skip past it
1: and go to the next hit right do you play how does dirty south go here to he even play it at all like ti um the south is huge here yeah yeah
2: it's um it's sort of like la and bay you know we have um there's there's a, a lot of crossover there for us we don't have the bay doesn't exist like bay area music doesn't exist here uh LA
0: play, like keep the sneak or anything like that no, no none
2: of that like the fizzle dance none of that stuff exists here yeah. like I was just telling Carrie earlier um mustard doesn't exist here it's it's like an opening that's like anything from mustard is opening blow the whistle doesn't exist here it does nothing wow yeah but if you do my boy 2 chains crush it here um a lot of Atlanta a lot of Memphis people um a lot of those guys, Florida. All the How about
0: old school stuff. bad boys. I still was like, if I came here and played New York City, if I, what if I played some old school bad boy, yeah, like, are they Tories, still down or they are they, are they still like, that, like I'm that. talking about P Diddy, like the D, the I, the Y, the D.
2: Yeah, you can do it if you have that crowd. But yeah. nowadays, like the club goers, like the yeah, average yeah. age is like 25. Yeah. So they were f- almost five when that song yeah, came when crazy. those songs came out. So it'd be like they could relate to it because their older sister or brother like, like yeah. you were saying in the elevator and even, it even gets to the point where even some of their parents were listening to it mm-hmm. because they're that young. And yeah.
0: I love so. it because you know what though? That, that parent factor though is why you can play that and I think people should start getting a little bit more experimental into those those deeper cuts of that time frame because you'd be surprised at who does know it because okay, I remember when I started DJing and i I get kind of like No, not when I started, but probably like after i had been DJing a little bit, uh, and I'd be like, why did these young people want to hear 80s music? These songs are whack. You know what I mean? Like, 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 these are whack when my parents were older, right? So like having older parents, I grew up with Motown. Mm -hmm. They were playing Motown and really great shit, in my opinion, you know, Mm -hmm. and like, you know, there was no Madonna growing up in my house, but there was girls coming in the club and their mom, you know, cooked breakfast to Madonna and 80s music like that. And you know, and, and And in that time frame, you know, because they were younger parents, because kids, parents started being younger and younger and they're getting, continuing to get younger and younger uh, these days. Um, And the parents' generation, that brings back those memories as well. So I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of little hidden treasure B-sides out there that uh, you could probably get away with. Oh yeah,
2: absolutely. Um, I'm starting to see little like pockets of rock coming back. Mm -hmm. But then, I mean, like we were talking about, it's, it was ten years ago, so it's it's time for it to come back. Like,
0: yeah, because someone was eighteen, and they uh, 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 in in their their parents were, you know, not much. Or well, then they were what, eight, right? No, no, I'm sorry. Well, how old do you have to be to get a club in New York? Twenty one. Twenty one. Okay, cool. So, yeah, growing up for them.
2: So like the trying youth, to figure the time instance, frame. That was twenty years ago. That was nineties, 90s, late nineties. 90s.
1: God, damn,
2: I feel old. Yeah.
1: So, okay, so when you say rock, like what are you what are you playing or what are you hearing that's working rock-wise? Um
2: Well, blink-182, The Killers
1: are starting to The Mister Brightside, yeah. yeah. They
2: they're starting to hit harder, even with the younger kids. You you play
1: like some Fall Out Boy or some Panic at, Up, yeah, Boy, Panic! at The Disco? Yeah, you can do Fall Out Boy, Panic! At Disco, drop it late night when everyone's fucking drunk, it as a sing-along real quick and then, yeah, I yeah. shit goes off.
2: Yeah. Like the, all that stuff, and especially with New York, there aren't really any New Yorkers here. They came from somewhere else. Yeah. And like usually, it's like the South, yeah. The West. Yeah. Uh, and those those bands hit hard, so I'm seeing like pockets of that too. Because they
1: were like that's in middle school, I guess when all that stuff was popular, so they grew up listening to it. So that's like yeah, that's yeah. their throwbacks. Yeah. Or their parents listen to. It. Yeah.
0: Maybe.
2: 20 years ago. I'm telling yeah. there
0: there's young ass parents here.
2: Well a, a lot of those <laughs> Yeah. Um the the thing is, is a lot of those guys are starting to do tours now, like reunion tours, throwback mm-hmm. tours. Um the
0: Or they're covering songs making them more relevant again. Okay, so like Toto, Africa. Oh God. Dude, I of, he's which I, which is yeah. the worst song ever. The butcher, the 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 remake is okay. stupid because you they did the song exactly the same. It's, yeah. it's straight up a cover and it's like, well, if I want this, I'll just go to a smoky ass bar in Florida and watch the cover band play it and let's not do a good, as, as good a job as Toto originally did, you yeah. know, but that original song is fucking dope. But I like that they did it because it did bring back the fact that that song existed and those that do think that song is great, which there's a lot of people out there that do, uh, I, I they, they actually enjoy the real version if I drop a little bit of it. Because they don't know I'm not playing their Weezer song. They just probably are going, "Why does this sound better?"
1: Well, Weezer so, butchered that fucking what I'm the song.
0: I, I, but, but they brought awareness to it. Yeah. Right. So I still play. I, I do throw in the original nowadays. I'm bringing that oh, back out of the closet. Great. Yeah. That's a great reaction. To the right. Right depends, crowd. It, you got You got to have the right crowd. I play a lot of. I play a lot of bars though. You know what I mean, like that okay. bottle service place. I play bars, bro. I'm like yeah, the outside. I'm in the a fucking dirt, dog. I'm in like I'm in the fucking the grind with the, real, the with the real cats. Yeah,
2: like. that's where the best stuff Our comes bar- from. You know <laughs> <laughs> shit, that's where the best stuff. That's where the best stuff comes from. The gutters. <laughs> I don't know if the bars
1: are the gutters, but but maybe they
2: are. I don't know. You get
1: you could you could take more chances there. Oh, is yeah. that Takashi Six shit pop off up here? It. Oh, are it you afraid to
2: play I it? that's actually you know what that is one Fifi yeah I don't play it yeah
1: I don't play Fifi yeah I don't play Fifi either
0: yeah All right, United in no Fifi
1: but I think it's getting it's more popular now when it first came out I hated it and now it's starting to wear on me because I've heard it a hundred fucking times now so it's not as intolerable but I still don't think I'm going to play it (laughs) yeah Yeah, I think I I can
0: get around yeah yeah, if we went this far if we've come this far (laughs) sometimes I just I just stay with the I think, you know the biggest artist I never played, and that might just be because none of his songs are dancing. Is Frank Ocean? I don't even. I can't even. Yeah, I don't think play any of a I Frank mean, Ocean song.
2: I do pyramids at the end of the night.
0: Yeah, I don't play. I don't play
2: either. any Drake ever. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, right. I I played at a yeah. club in New York recently. Uh, not recently. It was like a year and a half ago, and um, I got a text message from the booker, which is also the general manager. And she had said the owner of the club is coming in. He absolutely hates Drake. Don't play it. This is when One Dance came out. Oh shit! This is when
1: <laughs> every person and their brother yeah. was re- controller for Drake. was out. Like yeah. all
2: that stuff was coming out. I'm like, how do you not play it? Yeah. If he's on every big track.
1: Yeah. I'll literally <laughs> have like I'll be playing a Drake song and people will come up like, Hey, can you play some Drake? I'm like, You, you hear this right now? And they're like, Yeah, but like some more Drake. <laughs> it's like, you can't play enough of it. Yeah. Which were, is kind of nice though because you know what the people want and he's got so many fucking songs. Like yeah. You can be in any BPM range and play a Drake song. Yep, his basically.
0: catalog is huge, man. Like, I'll definitely say that Drake is doing better than 2 Dude, that guy has been Whoa.
1: around for like no, t- I, I'll what, agree 10 with years. Well, <laughs> That's not a debate. See what I got, <laughs> I
0: got Drake has
1: made hit after hit after hit for the last 10 years. There's not been a year where he hasn't had a top Fucking single, yeah, and multiple singles. Like he is a beast. Yep, I would agree with you on that one. Um,
2: yeah, he's a oh Drake.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you got a Drake story? No, 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 no.
0: Yeah, something the way you I said actually The way you
2: said it, you're
1: like yeah,
2: um, Drake. So you motto had, motto motto was a week old. Uh huh. Um, and I was playing at Beauty and Essex. This is when it was
1: the hot spot is it shut down now no no, no, no. it's it's still right. it looked like it shut down we drove by it today or was there like that's how close today now. yeah today is the
0: is,
1: yeah it was daytime it's only <laughs> for dinner is the scaffold There was scaffolding besides the building and stuff it there's just a, looked like it was that's there's a new lot of construction saving. yeah there's a lot of construction happening in that area Dude,
0: new york's got a Uh-oh. lot of scale how do you think spider-man swings around oh my lord come on <laughs> that's real shit. It's about how the fuck spider-man would swing
1: Neil's loving this. Mm-hmm. Giving me a headache. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's
2: giving me anxiety.
0: wow um, I got Neil <laughs> here. DJ Neil checks.
1: He's crawling in his skin. Right okay. They're uh, so, so much.
0: like <laughs> Mics and like, mics and video. Oh my god! Probably just weird you know, Jackson, City, <laughs> in weird White in Brooklyn. Live in New York City. Live in New York City right now doing a podcast. Sorry, if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, I just lit up my Instagram live, so you can interact with us. Uh, well, on live, if you follow me, and you never know when I'm going to go live with my guests. So, hi. you know never done this before. Seriously, he's never done a podcast before. So we
1: were talking about dueling earlier. Hey. No, God, we're going to have a oh, wrestling competition live. Corn wrestling. Arm wrestling.
0: Oh arm, they said corn wrestling. It's like what kind of fucking black road shit is that? <laughs> <laughs> White boy shit. No one from the Midwest, man, we don't is, do that. Like don't give it anyone a that just example. tuned in is like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? This is Welcome to corn wrestling with like DJ. Kentucky shit. This is yeah. the best the best podcast you've ever joined in your lives, people. Um welcome. strap in there's We're gonna, a gonna have a good time right now. A <laughs> lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, well, we got a does you like with does have like... any questions for New York <laughs> DJ Neil Jackson? Hi. He's been in all of the top clubs here in New York City. We are in an Airbnb right now in the grimiest of grime. Live.
1: It's actually, not a bad place. <laughs>
0: Shut up! I like to tell people I'm living it rough. <laughs>
1: Keep, <laughs> he keeps a gully. This is gully,
2: it
0: <laughs> gully, <laughs> gully, <laughs> gully, son. B. I haven't heard B a lot yet. I'm in New York City a lot. Nobody stuff. uses
2: B anymore. Nobody it's like uses it's, B? It's dead ass is the term. Dead ass? Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Dead
1: ass is dead like ass. the big thing. Really? Yo, yeah, what's yeah. popping B?
0: What's popping Pop dead ass? Yeah. Man, that's bullshit. You're just trying to get in no, trouble. Like, no, no, no. Dead in ass trouble. Like, I'm walk dead, subway. dead ass serious. Yeah, I'm dead ass. Well, I'm dead that, ass serious. That's how you use it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, dead ass like dead ass serious. But you're going to be like, what's up, Dead ass.
2: No, 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 no. It's like, um, I'm being for real. Yeah. Like dead, dead ass. ass dead this ass. is for real. Oh,
0: well, I'm, I, I get that. That's cool. Yeah. But that's, like a, that. new York, that's, a, that's new, a New York That's term. a New York term. If you're not in New York right now, uh, it's even we a fil- are. We're dead ass about that.
2: Dude, when you put a filter or one of those like stickers on your Instagram, tap yeah, dead in ass. dead ass and you'll see like a Timberland.
0: That, yeah, yeah. Really? Dead ass. let become a hashtag ass. Dead ass. Dead ass. Dead ass. Yeah. So well, I like dead yeah. ass better than lit. I hated lit. Yeah, I hated lit. I hate hey, AS. He is New York, sixty <laughs> six, nine city.
2: 69
0: oh six, city. What, yeah. Tekashi, six city. But Takashi, 69? or just he's, like people? Yeah, okay. Okay. All right. Dead ass. Ask dead him. Dead
1: ass. Ask him about Deadass. Did ass. you
0: say? Did you say sixty nine city because it's the rapper sixty nine city or because? There's adult things going on here. Mm-hmm.
1: Neil's AOL login name is 69 City. Come on, <laughs> ladies. Yeah, booty Eater
0: 69. <laughs> That's Neil's password. And that wasn't a statement. Somebody just knew Neil's password. <laughs> 69 City. No, no, no. So, yeah, we're live in New York. Live from New York. It's my podcast. Oh my lord. <laughs> With Carrie uh, Glass. Yeah. What, what
2: did they, they say?
0: say? Uh, he said, "Yup. Hey, Ryan, what's up, man?" Takashi. Are you really a Takashi fan? I'm interacting live with Instagram right now. Anyone listening to audio,
1: we're very sorry.
2: What are we talking about? Like, take a fist.
0: We're talking about uh talking about Takashi sixty nine. God damn this
2: bathroom
0: big <laughs> <laughs> Neil just went to the bathroom. Uh, this is Carrie. Carrie say what's up to hey, the what Instagram up? people. So why do you like Abraham Lincoln so much?
1: Uh, I think he's just a fascinating character and the best president of all time.
0: I think Neil just said something in the bathroom. He probably was <laughs> to be a part of this conversation.
1: All right, question for anyone there on IG: favorite president? Instagram, Abraham Lincoln. Instagram Abraham Lincoln question. is he not the coolest president of all time?
0: Is Abraham Lincoln the coolest president of all time? Let's listen to, or let's look out for an answer here on IG. Dead ass. Ryan, who is Abraham Lincoln the coolest president of all time? I'm trying to think. JFK, Michael Chance of ADSR. Yeah, what happened to JFK? How's that from from the bathroom, which you can still hear on these mics, is Neil saying, "Whatever happened to JFK?" Yeah, why isn't he the top one? That's
1: awesome. It sounds. Because so he good. didn't get in fucking duels. No. no, he
0: got in a duel. He lost. Yeah,
1: he got, he got. <laughs> so to Abraham Lincoln. He got assassinated too by John Wilkes Booth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: okay. DJ Carrie Glass, the historian as well, historian and DJ. The worst duel ever. Why don't you get a museum? Carrie <laughs> should do a museum tour.
1: Once I do, you want some almonds? Yeah.
0: A museum tour for Carrie Glass. You can do, you can-
1: Let's go get some Abraham Lincoln tattoos across the street. That's what we're gonna- There is a in. tattoo parlor across the street.
0: IG, should we get tattoos? I'll
1: get them right here. I'm get sober, by the way. Uh, what is that
0: have, one? Oh, this is our
1: coordinates.
2: Drank anything riches tonight. riches beyond your wildest dreams. We're just having fun. <laughs> That's where all the treasures are buried.
0: Uh we got uh my man Ryan on it's IG says
1: <laughs> <laughs> you my treasure troves.
0: <laughs> my man Ryan on IG says that no president is that great really.
2: Oh okay.
1: Okay. Well, okay,
0: well I'm back, <laughs> <laughs> back out. Yo, on the subway we met when when we were on the way here we were on the subway and we met some people that um Australia. From Australia from Australia and they knew more about our country than uh than... Most of us do.
1: And they agreed that Abraham Lincoln was the coolest president of the United States history.
2: All right, let's just figure out what do you
1: determine cool, though? He did a lot of cool things. He's a very interesting character.
0: What are some of the cool things that Abraham Lincoln has done, Kerry?
1: Well, he helped abolish slavery. That's pretty fucking well, cool. But don't what? go for the
0: layup. You went for the layup. No, Perry. well,
1: let's just say it. that's pretty cool. He's on the penny. He's but, on the five dollar bill. He was a wrestler. He, went, he was a lawyer. He never told a fucking lie. He got in a duel, which that
2: sounds like any backwood kid from <laughs>
1: Wisconsin. But he a president.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 is this a secret? Real secret passion? <laughs> yeah, that was is, is, like. He's uh, Abraham like, Lincoln.
2: 40% of he's the He's like six,
1: seven. Thousand. He's fucking a beast, man.
0: <laughs> he's a beast, that's
1: man. What, that's what makes him a cool president. He's a dead ass beast, man. Yeah. He's a,
2: he's a dead beast ass. ass. Dead ass. Dead ass. <laughs> <laughs> dead ass. <laughs> dead <laughs> ass is like
1: used as like fact. Like the term fact. Fact. So we're dead ass using it wrong. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We're good. <laughs> dead ass. <laughs> <laughs> Damn.
2: Uh, I think like I keep going. IG lab and see
1: what happens. You should. Yeah. Put your shit
0: on right now. Oh, Do it on no. live and see if anybody's
1: got questions. IG wars.
0: Put your IG on. Let's see who gets the most questions. No,
1: that's too much. Come on. Why Neil, I almost slide crawl the skin. If there's three of these going on, he'll fucking lose. Yeah. He'll literally leap out that one.
0: No. We're going to
2: have
1: to get aluminum no. foil and put over no. his head for protection. Does anybody,
0: <laughs> does anybody on IG, anybody else on IG have uh, any questions for uh, a New York killer? Kill it. New york killer <laughs> <laughs> f- hey what's yeah, up anyone it's so fucking good yo we're in new oh, york you're live bullshit. right it's now they're just, so you're just joining in. us yo, Yeah, me too you want to eat again they're snacking uh, we just had bit. sushi like two hours straight we walked a lot we did walk a lot we did walk a lot <laughs> carry glass uh, it was like three hours healthy ago. and <laughs> three hours ago yeah really time flies man That's yeah. crazy so uh all right so we already talked uh, club topics uh and Wait. we talked abraham lincoln if you're just joining us
1: Did you say club clopics topics
0: topics dude we really we, we talked into music music okay well what about clubs let's talk about clubs and what's what's wrong with clubs the most right now what is it? and you can join in on instagram right. Social, social media is what's wrong with clubs now so i'm on social media right now am i am i fucking up my podcast
2: we are not at a club. We are in some lavish apartment in Brooklyn.
0: We're in the gutter, gully. Okay. Dead ass.
2: That's just dead decorated ass. nicely. Dead ass gully. Yeah. No.
0: Oh, gully dead oh. ass.
2: No, it's like. You it's hear, like those, saying, sirens? You like hear like those sirens?
0: You hear those sirens? Dead ass. That's a siren. <laughs> I'm trying to learn the right way to say dead ass. So it's if like, that's a siren, if, dead if, ass. If you're tuning in now, just uh, know that I'm trying to learn the right way to say dead ass, which is now the best thing. Marty Rock with here?
2: He is like the most New York dude I've known ever. I'm not doing so. Well,
0: I'm stuff. looking Tomorrow, I'm going to be in a room full of DJs, a room full of dead asses. <laughs> Marty <laughs> Rock will be there and... <laughs> Still trying to learn how to use that, right?
1: No, that's not <laughs> it. <laughs> no.
0: Shit. He's going to be
1: dropping in all the wrong opportunities for us This be great. Hey, yeah,
0: come up on stage and say something. Yeah, I just like to think all the dead asses <laughs> out there.
1: Yo, I, I'm dead ass happy to be here. Yo,
0: dead, dead
2: ass. ass. That shit was great. <laughs> all I can see is that emoji of the guy going, oh.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um...
0: Yeah. What's wrong with clubs is IG or, well, it's
1: social media. Social media. Bottle uh-huh. service, we were in the clubs. And, and social media.
0: What did I you say really bottle was, service? I well? don't think bottle service killed it. It um, just changed. It changed tell. the clientele. Bottle service showed that people are stupid because like, <laughs> You can't you, you you willingly and openly are just basically say I have this money to blow. You're
1: right. Bottle servers didn't ruin the clubs. Social media is really fucking yeah. the clubs though. Yeah.
0: When it starts splitting the, when it starts splitting thirty dollar bottle, getting sold for three hundred dollars or more. That's just stupid. That's, that. that's what I'm saying. That's, that's terrible. What ruined the club was the fact
2: that you only have fifty percent of the intention of of your audience. Yes. Yeah. So when you're playing, you don't get ne- a ne- you don't necessarily get the reaction that you would if you had a hundred percent of their attention. Yeah. They're not there for the music; they're there
0: yeah.
1: for the the IG story. Yeah.
0: yeah, I mean, you're right. That is that is that is. I do miss those days, man. I remember going out to party and like it was like you know you call and use the phone just to kind of make sure people are going, and that's it, you know. And then after you're there, it's like fuck yeah, everybody you need to talk to is there. Well, think about
2: it also this way. Um, people don't get as crazy yeah. because they're now public figures. Yeah. Everybody's a public figure. I don't normally sit like this, <laughs> but I'm just trying to keep to myself and keep calm because I'm on a lot. But, even like the big bottle clubs, yeah. not a lot of celebrities show up because they don't want to get caught. Right. You know, that, that, that factor in New York now, like, doesn't exist anymore where, you see, Buster Rhymes in one part, Rihanna in another uh, at another table, and, this and that you don't see, you don't have that formula anymore in a nightclub where anybody can show up. Not everybody yeah. gonna show up because they know that the camera will be shot on them, yeah, and they have to act a certain way, yeah. So it just it it changed that surprise to it. It changed the fact that people are paying attention to their phones more, sort of like. Um, video DJ, Yeah. In big nightclubs. It doesn't happen that often or if ever because people are too busy looking at the screen. Yes. They are no yes. longer
0: buying drinks. They're yeah. no longer dancing because mm. now they're watching a movie. Right. Right. So. Yeah. I know uh, it's always harder to get people to dance early on if you're playing a, vi- right. at a place where video mm-hmm. is possible. They just want to watch it. Yeah. And- the videos are pretty good still these days, and they're making some good videos, even though, you know, there's not really, I, I mean, I guess people are watching on YouTube now, you know, but like it's, uh, there's no music video channels anymore. You know? so, yeah, we do But it's kind of cool because then you don't have to wait. That's another, that's a good thing about technology is the kind of the, it's good and bad. the on-demand because you don't have to wait to see your favorite video come on anymore. Right. You know, I mean,
2: that's probably why TRL tanked too. That's probably one of the reasons. Oh, uh, they
0: tried to bring that back, didn't they? Yeah. Recently, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so I'm going there tomorrow. Uh, okay, you you're gonna be outside with a sign, Very No, I think they canceled going. it. Really? Sure. No longer.
2: Man. They tried bringing it back recently. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. But oh.
0: yeah. Who else is on there? Nobody's on here. I don't I'm on really know. not popular. Do you think I fire up your IG right there? I don't know. Bob. I got one person watching live right now. Who are you? Let me find out who this is. Um, it's probably like myself. Does it give? I hope it doesn't give me. Account for my own self here. Mm. Live in New York, Carrie Glass. And. Should I go on live? Dude, Should go on live. Try out. Right do something up. crazy.
1: Right do something, crazy. Do something wild, like, wild out there I don't enough. have any. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> <Right> <laughs> was
2: like, all of a sudden the scenarios started to pop in my ass. Like, what could go wrong?
0: Come on, go know. live.
1: You can talk about we can talk about whatever you want, HGTV or HTTP. Um, how hungry you are.
0: No. You want that ice cream?
2: Bro. <laughs> <laughs> we want, we want I'm custom.
0: playing it out in my
1: head, and I'm like,
2: no, none of the. I've I've planned it out in four different ways, and none of them end good.
1: <laughs> I'm like, nope. People you don't want to talk to will just pop in. Oh. Hey, oh God!
0: Well, I'll tell you what, talent was-
2: bookers gonna be like. Really? That's how you think? <laughs> <laughs> my agent's like, uh, you, for some reason, you got canceled on a day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so I ended my live video now, so I have a little bit more um, attention here to this uh, conversation. So, what we're gonna do is uh, talk more on stuff that's ruining the clubs and the social media and stuff. What's the most craziest thing you've seen uh, people do uh, or neglect? because of social media, like, in the, in the club. You know, like, what what is it that they're not taking advantage of being at the club? They're always on the phone. What are they missing out on? What are Actually they doing? talking
1: to a fucking yeah. person. Life. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, life
2: uh, that's happening in real time. Um, what are they not taking advantage of?
0: And I may, may even just get out of technology here and just go to the youth and switch that. Did you say, what are people... What is it that the youth these days are going to miss out on because of this technology that we got to enjoy, you know? At- um. Well, i we're
2: we're talking about nightclubs and stuff. Um, yeah. An actual dance party, nice. a good old fashioned dance party. Wow. I
0: would agree. Yeah. yeah, like, who can dance the best? I mean, now you get, like, one or two people that can really dance to come out, and they kind of take turns, and it might be a little circle around them, which is always fun to see.
2: Oh, no, I'm just talking but, about a full-blown dance party. you at a it. house party, people are just dancing. Yeah. Wow, people want to share their moments with the outside world when they forget that the actual good moment is happening now. So... Yeah. It's again fifty percent of the attention is having fun, and the other fifty is trying to capture it for the for the outside audience when they should just be focused on the moment.
0: Now, what do you think about uh, cell phone lockers and things of that nature? That like, because uh, I know Dave Chappelle when he has a show, and a lot of people are doing this now, and they're taking specials and stuff just so that the information doesn't get out there. Uh, you know, uh, before they release the special or the filming. They lock up the cell phones.
2: Smart, um, but it it's not as serious for. I mean, it's not as like serious. Nobody's doing that in clubs I mean, because yeah. one, people get wasted, and they forget their their phone.
0: Yeah, and it's
2: just <laughs> it's not worth it for them to come all the way back. I mean, it, maybe maybe it is, but it's too much work. Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean. Ultimately, the social media is the thing that killed everything. Yeah. Smartphones did. Flip phones weren't really enough. <laughs> the
1: flip phones were they, they would up. all be fine the flip phone, Yeah, the phone. yeah We love, could be playing I, Snake.
0: I <laughs> Dude, how cool was that shit to just like, take the phone and flip it up? Like, yo.
1: Yeah, be kind of,
0: and, that, and that flip, the sound. have yeah, the sound, the flip. It's like, business is being done. Dude,
1: let's yeah. bring it back. Let's we'll just go retro. Like...
2: But like, God forbid if somebody
0: texts you, oh, and then man. you yeah. have to text
2: back, and then they reply, "What?" <laughs> and you are like, "Do I have to text this thing back <laughs>
1: There's Yeah, no the copy,
0: copy and paste.
1: Yeah, yeah. my beeper, girl. What? Oh,
0: did you ever have a two way pager? Yeah, I, <laughs> I had sky a Skytel. I had a beeper too. Two way pager. Yeah.
1: Did you? No, I didn't have a beeper. Oh, uh, but I did have a cell phone. I was sixteen when I got my first phone. What was the first phone? It was like a, a nokia at&t you know it was even before the flip phones so,
0: so it was like kind of like the the longer like, one with the green it had like green a blue buttons. blue
1: top you green know with the gray side i don't remember,
0: <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, I remember.
1: yeah i had that one i
0: had so many different fucking yeah. phones i was always like a phone junkie like i'm a technology junkie i saw anything new and like super dope like i gotta have it and like, I had like the Nokia. I didn't get, I wanted the Engage. There was two phones that looked like it, shaped like a football almost. And uh, they had the whole keypad on it. And I got the blue one and it was dope. And I think LL Cool J had it in the uh, All I Have video with Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> remember that song? That is such a, a what weird. you had, baby girl, that's what I, yeah. That's a weird, t- uh, like, that, that's a weird detail to remember. <laughs> Well, because I thought I was cool as shit for having it. I was like, yeah. And then I think uh, I think he had that. I'm pretty sure he had that. That, But he had the earpiece. And I had an earpiece. And people were like, what the fuck is he talking to? <laughs> it was a wired he one, though. he is? You know? LL Cool J in that <laughs> <Yeah>. one video? <laughs> I got to have that. LL's got it. Dude, <laughs> ladies love cool phones. So I, I had a I LL Cool oh,
2: What? Remember that silver one? uh the sidekick? No, no, no. Um... I had
1: a StarTech. I had a a razor.
0: Yeah, I had a Motorola.
1: Oh, dude, you remember had razors a... were like six hundred bucks they...
0: when they came out? Yeah,
1: it's crazy. Yeah, now it might might be back up to six hundred dollars. Yeah. Because now it's now throw. it's like retro and cool. I bet yeah, you they re released
0: it, didn't they? Like a couple years back. Did they? I think so. Uh, we can go
1: back. To, we can go on a Canal Street and find some of those. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it may not be real, but yeah. So <laughs> still at this time.
2: So how do you guys feel? uh, I mean, are you guys excited
0: to be in New York? Yeah. Who's entering? Um, The Goldie Awards? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Who's entering New York? Lots of people every day are entering New York. Uh, Um, But the Goldie Awards, if that's what you mean by who's entering. uh, There is uh, two types of battles. um, And one is a producer battle. And one is a DJ battle, more traditional. One's like a
1: beat of. battle, right? The yeah, producer one's the beat battle. The
0: producer is a, called a beat battle, too. Okay. And uh, that is... Uh, our boy Buck Rogers is in that one. And uh, he's a good friend of mine. Where's he's awesome. From? Him? What?
2: Where's he from?
0: Uh, Texas. But originally, he's a Hoosier, like myself. So we have that bond of being in Midwest man? people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So... Uh, let me see here. Let's try to get the uh, contestants here. So got it pulled up for all of the because I don't know all of the producer lists. Um, it is okay. Goldie Awards contestants are well I'll tell you the judges of the goldie Awards. the judges are Mark Ronson just blaze craze tm eighty <coughs> eight tm eighty eight LP uh, Anna Leno. Boys Noise and Venus X. That's the judges? Those are the judges.
2: <coughs>
0: mm-hmm. Okay. You say okay Or and... for battling? For all of it, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah. The uh let's see here, contestants. <coughs> so we have mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. Golden Child? Fuck. There's a hole. I don't like that. I gotta find the... I gotta find the
1: uh...
0: Oh, somebody got... Somebody got added in uh, last minute, too. Uh... Sorry, Tape Cut got added last minute because his visa wasn't coming through, so he almost wasn't able to compete. So he got added last minute. That's pretty neat. Uh Basec is there. There should be Mm -hmm. an an actual list. Alright, I got it. I got it. I had to go to our own website to find the, the best fucking list possible. I was just regularly uh, regular Google searching and I couldn't find shit and then I went to the Twitter and it was like announcement videos, kind of how we did the people announcements. And uh, so it was very hard to do. Alright, so you ready? Yep. DJ battle finalists are Brandon Duke the DJ, formerly uh, went by another name, but he cannot go by that name now because of uh, contractual things, but Brandon Duke is his real name. Him and his dad are super cool. I know them very well. Uh, Brandon Duke the DJ is contestant one DJ Eric J another great person and friend of ours uh, IFTW who I also know very very well IFTW is in the contest DJ Javin uh, K Swizz so that's two really young people in there with K Swizz and Brendan Brandon Duke so then Matsu YB and DJ Yuto from Japan Yuto didn't compete last year mm-hmm Yes, but I don't believe he didn't win. So the uh beat battle finals is basic, Buck Rogers, Golden Child, Holly, Lisa Vasquez, Malwick, Nick Hook, and um MC Timatico. Mick okay. Mc- Timatico. And Who those are favor to win. Who do I favor to win the the best person? Now, um, the non politically correct answer to win, I, gosh, a lot, every single one of these people do deserve it. Uh, they work really hard. Uh, I know that for the beat battle is about the person. That's somebody I really have a, uh, uh, I have a dog in the in the in the fight there with uh, my boy uh, Buck Rogers because he is a fellow Hoosier. So that's gonna be my uh, my pick that I have like an actual like favorite favorite person. Okay. To win, but the rest are really really talented. I just know Buck. We have partied before. It's all good, you know. So.
2: Yeah. Okay. I just don't know if those judges are the right judges for to DJ. I mean to judge a DJ
0: battle. They all have a lot of accomplishments. True.
2: But will they understand the tricks that are being being performed?
0: I don't believe that they I think a lo- I think that a lot of people probably have that DJ background or the relation to the DJ industry just that, that we don't know about because it may not be their their mainstream thing. They, you know it might not be in the public that they have a set of turntables that have been practicing for five years okay you know, let's look at the list and see so.
1: who do you think may have that dj background Mark I mean, I think, yeah i mean i think ronson if he can't do it he definitely understands it or can appreciate the technicality craze 100 percent for sure yeah uh anna Lu- luau or Lunao or whatever i don't think i don't know that's weird who to me that? anna luau Lunao. she has some tracks she's oh like,
2: wait um well, that girl that was on snake's track in the beginning? I think that's the same girl.
0: No, that's Luna Judge. Or Luna jo- something. This George. Not, George, yeah. Uh,
1: but Anna... Anna Leno. Anna Leno has tracks, so, like... She's got some house tracks and stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, we, we got a house DJ.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, like a Boys lyricist. Oh, uh, a lyricist, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. She has to do more than that. There
0: might be other, you know... Other judges there, and, and you know some of these, some people, you know, it might. I don't know. It's going to be fun, but you know what I did here. There has to, to be a reason A Track picked them, exactly, or
1: whoever picked them.
0: Exactly, and I think that's what you have to Reasons look at. We don't know. That's what you have to look at here with the judges. Is that that they are involved, in this A Track's event. And believe me, the social media, all everybody who owns a company, they're always, unfortunately dialed into what people say online and you know I, I know firsthand that anytime you throw any kind of an awards thing god everybody comes out the woodwork to talk shit yeah so um i think that there's a reason that all of those people are there in play uh and because uh, because he's going to hear about it you know the dj community is very vocal yeah but so, the only
2: thing is is if you say okay let's say that you won the Goldie Awards and you won it because Boys Noise was was um, was judging it
0: what kind of credibility is that it's A-Track's awards so it kind of trumps all that it's like oh it's A-Track's but A-Track isn't the judge but he's there
2: fuck you could put all of them in there if Cuber could be in the crowd I mean, Craze holds matter. a lot of weight for sure. Yeah. Mark Ronson Kray holds does. a lot of weight. Yeah, I agree. Uh, LP, the fact-
0: LP, the the hip hop artist, he's got he's toured with DJs like he. he they've had th- the, the tours for LP. Yeah, but that, he's not a
1: DJ. Like, I, yeah, yeah, but he
0: but he features DJs on his tour, uh, and they do that actually have skills. If you go to some of those, he's shows, still not a DJ. Yeah. I feel like
1: DJs should be judging. Yeah.
0: Agreed.
1: I mean, he can I'm appreciate I think it's cool and maybe he understands beats, but he's not a fucking DJ. Yeah. He doesn't know that it takes a specific this long
2: scratch is is a, actually the, you know, specific scratch that somebody's doing is actually much more difficult than just some normal scratch because they're doing it backwards or yeah. they're doing it. You know, I, I don't know, but like there are, you know, he's doing a backspin or some sort of, some sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't expect Boys Noise to, to be able to judge that, and even if he did understand it, nobody knows him to do mm-hmm. that. So it's almost like saying, "Share, share is under like low key a turntableless enthusiast."
1: Yeah, yeah. But you still want an award? Yeah. That share judged. It would just be more credible if the all of the panel of judges were turntableless, known for it. Yeah. And all that. So it kind of it kind of disc, doesn't discredit, but the credibility goes down just a little bit, yep. because you don't have a fully legit panel that understands it, has done it, has put in the work themselves.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I'll tell you that. And we have less than twenty-four.
1: 24- <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dead ass. Dead ass.
1: So you I'm not think? supposed to say what I, you're on. you have me on your podcast. I'm going to speak how, what I think. You should. You should totally speak what you so think. So maybe we should edit these parts out while I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> you know Because you can't play that political, you can't ask these questions and then not give your opinion, even if you yeah. do hold your position, because you have on this podcast and you have to speak candidly.
0: No, like I think that that I don't I don't what I don't want to do is judge the judges. You know, because if, if I if I'm judging the judge and giving them a hard time about their credibility, you know what I mean? Like it's like it's not my place to. I trust the system and it's just the same way that you know people just think that the government works the way it does and there's nothing you can really do to change it or whatever, you know what I mean? Well this system is already set into place and it's gonna go the right way because HRAC's involved. And I have faith in HX. So if I didn't have faith in him, then I would start calling into question everything else. But I think there's a reason for it all. And I think that when they all get the mic up there on stage, you're going to hear it. And then if there is, uh, after it goes down, I think that I can only judge it in hindsight. After it goes down, if tomorrow there's a winner that shouldn't be the winner, and it's unanimous online, and everybody's like, yo, he got robbed, you know, then then we can say you know maybe they should dial back having you know record exec people you know or you know in there or you know uh, songwriters instead of you know djs that are actually you know battle people i don't know i
1: i i, just I, say I that, agree with everything you're saying they are up there for a reason Re- reasons we don't know or understand and you know what i trust a track and, and his judgment and all that and they are they're obviously there for a reason right but all I'm saying is, I think it'd be more credible if the whole panel were nothing but pure turntablists or beat makers. Mm-hmm. Like
0: now, now, now. Imagine this though. Imagine that you're up there on stage and you get wowed for the first time by somebody. You know, like I mean, completely. Like I don't know who the fuck this is, right? Like dope. So these people probably have more of a, a virgin's eye view of an untainted, if you will, uh, uh, I, uh, thought about all of these contestants. You know, it's not tainted. You know, if you're a turntablist and you live that life, you're on there every day on people's IG, seeing who's doing what, seeing what viral videos are getting shared. And you know these people's names, you know, because they're out there doing their thing. Or they've already been announced as a contestant or, and and, and you know, you've researched them. And now you have like this bias in your head like yo he's favorite you know like if i had to judge the beat battle i'm i fuck with buck you know what i'm saying like i i i, I would try if someone was way better then i would have to do it just because people were like yo he likes buck and that's i wish obvious. we had that
1: banners that say i fuck with buck yeah, like <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, yeah. just for the record i gotta <laughs> yeah. say that you know what i'm saying
0: t-shirt uh, i fuck with buck I fuck bro with buck, dude. We should have, <laughs> i should have one made uh, but you know, you know what I'm saying? It's like imagine being I able to press see it, take. Like I can appreciate that for the first that. for the first time seeing these people do these tricks even if you don't fully understand them and just go that was more enjoyable for me to hear. I no, can,
2: I don't agree with that at all. I can
1: appreciate that take.
2: There are there are certain there are certain tricks that just sound good. Is it necessarily is, is it technically complex? Maybe maybe but there are certain things that like there are certain things that are done that it sounds simple, but it's actually performed a lot more difficult. It's a lot more difficult to perform than what it sounds like. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't believe that judges that have anything to do with turntablism will even catch that. Mm-hmm. Like um, using the crossfader and the channel volume at the same time. A lot of people aren't, their eyes aren't drawn towards that. They're listening but they're not seeing what the guys are actually doing where it makes it much more difficult than what it sounds like Mm -hmm. um and I just feel like judges that don't understand those those technicalities will it'll just
0: Mm -hmm.
2: go past now the now the crowd will catch it
0: Mm -hmm. and maybe there's crowd reaction that's involved as well
2: god forbid that that should I don't even think that should ever be a judge uh, like a part of the judgment ever Mm -hmm. I think um Red Bull 3 style did that once in, like, the beginning years. And that uh, was the worst.
0: Yeah. Didn't somebody actually make it all the way through one of their, one of those things and he was faking it or whatever? It was, like, pretty big. Uh, what, on Goldie Awards? No, 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 no. Like, I Red, just remember Bull, Red Bull.
2: Oh, okay. I, I don't know. I just remember yeah, I'm Young Sidechain sure. fucking killed it on his... <laughs> I... <laughs> Were you there last year at, at the Goldie Awards? Yeah. Yeah, I was GC did, did you see Young Sidechain, the little Asian kid? Yeah. Beats knocked but he didn't perform anything he just plugged in his computer and pressed play mm-hmm. people booted, it but like the beat was dope yeah it was a dope beat and like they didn't really have any rules that you had to perform it live and technically he was there and his computer was there and he performed it live it's technically live so people were like I mean I remember a hey. track jumped on the mic was like he actually didn't break any rules like, yeah this was live. he did it.
0: <laughs> yeah uh, you know that that is that and, and even then I mean if you think about it, none of these like they have a routine. So if even if they're they're doing live production yeah. of it, they're reproducing it or mostly just triggering you know the stuff and maybe you know maybe maybe there is a little bit of jazz element to it where you're like not playing the same notes like if you have like an arpeggiating uh you know uh, a sequencer or i'm sorry uh, a synthesizer set up there like a modular synth i think somebody's in there with a modular synth and there's never do you get the same sound a lot of the times when you fuck with those machines but there's you know ways that it can go to the beat and so they might stutter it more or have you know 16th sure. note versus eighth note but they still have a, a general picture an idea of what they're about to do i don't think that it you know it, it may not be the same every time but everybody's got a game plan about what they're about to go up there perform. Right. You know? but I, I so going back to but the it game is an entertainment time. thing you're there to be entertained as well so if you just stand up there with a the laptop and hit play you probably will lose
2: yeah, I don't know if the well. I mean, they may have changed the rules now because of that whole debacle. But um, going back to the turntablism part, I just don't believe that some. I mean, what is just Blaze on there? I think he's on there, right?
0: He was on there last year.
2: I believe that he he's credible and Craze is credible and Mark Ronson's credible and. But if it's just those
1: three, then I I'm like okay, then this is this is fair. I feel like a has to have some way in on the whole thing, too. Unless he just is like, I'm fronting it, but, you know, I'm letting you guys. You're the judges. Yeah, I think at, at this point right
2: now, with with Tana Anna
0: table, is an Australian DJ. She's a DJ.
1: She also has tracks. I know
0: she has, like, recorded tracks. She's a DJ. But what you're saying, or though, and I do DJ. get... What I do get is, yes, you're not... If you're not a turntableist, you know, like are you really going to understand what it is? And that's just the deal, you know? I mean, you, you don't have to you don't have to be a basketball player or like basketball. You still understand what they're doing, so you can appreciate, oh, shit, that okay.
1: was it. A- Anna Luna is an Australian DJ, vocalist, songwriter, and producer, now living in Los Angeles, California. She's played Ultra, Lollapalooza, Tomorrow World, Hard Summer. So, I mean, she's a CDJ DJ, mm-hmm. for sure. So, that doesn't count. That I don't count. think she knows fucking turntableism. Yeah.
2: I think you I, see Carrie oh, okay. the hot take
1: <laughs> <laughs> overall here's my a, a genre electronic dance music singer vocalist come on She's, her focus is not on right turntablism
0: I think this is my do thing. you oh. think so do you think that these contests should only be judged by turntablists absolutely yeah. think about it
1: this way it's all about the technicality
2: turntablism is it's old at this point yeah it goes back at least 25 years or about 25 years where it was like really technically getting you know pretty grimy but there are djs i feel like the judges need to be older djs that understand that they are judging in battle now the younger guys well yeah there'll be some biasness to it like you know that's my man Grew up with them in Indiana Or something like that But then the older guys Understand that Like look I gotta come in there With a clear head Like get some of the B-Junkies in there mm-hmm. Get some of the Fifth Platoon guys in there Get um, uh I don't know Fucking yeah. There are There are older guys That are still doing it mm-hmm. like, Melody is still doing it And like And they are beasts at it But they understand They respect What a What a battle Yeah Rob be. Swift Rob
0: Swift. Rob Swift has his own academy. I was just talking to him earlier today. Yeah, and, all those guys. And he's, you know, he's going to be there in attendance. But I, and mean, that's definitely like a perfect example of like a, a, a potentially great judge that's going to be there.
2: You know, yeah. Not a judge. Don't get kids, get older guys that have been in the game for a minute and mm-hmm. understand or respect what a battle is supposed to be.
0: Do you think that any of these people are bringing new eyes to what uh, a DJ competition is, though? But the, the thing is, is. Yeah,
2: yes, to answer your question, yes. But I also think that these people that are songwriters, performers, producers, let them perform. Let them do what they do while the judges do what they do.
0: Got it, so you're saying bring somebody in if they are performing. This is your break time in between the set. Maybe cut into the DJ's time because there is like another DJ playing in between.
2: Right, honestly, you're in a room filled with DJs. Mm -hmm. If anything, if these performers want to actually get more, more bang for their buck, then fucking perform in front of DJs that could possibly play your, your track at yeah. their gigs Yeah, that's how I would actually utilize them but I wouldn't I wouldn't bring them in to judge a battle yeah. cause then that makes me question like okay why did you score them that like break down their set and tell me why you think that they scored so low or so high mm-hmm. was it because they played hot tracks
0: the fuck is that
2: you know truly yeah. they rocked a crowd
1: party rock yeah
0: that's not what we're here for. Yeah, not particularly. I'm like
1: looking into all these judges now.
0: Uh, <laughs> I'm questioning this whole uh, operation. Yes, carry, it, it's,
1: it's crazy. Because carry, we,
0: carry with the hot takes. Yeah.
1: Because <laughs> we can't we can't rely on
2: just it being a tracks battle. It's great that he is bringing battles back and bringing turntable, turntablism to a spotlight. But I'm just
1: surprised on the judges. That's it. Like, uh. He should step up at the end. All right, guys, I'm A-Track. I put this little ditty together. I'm going to shit on all y'all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he shouldn't he should be a judge. He should have. He should always judge it. and what is it? Deucin Mayo? What Dude, it? he's like the, uh, who's that guy on American Idol? You know, Simon Cowell? he's like the Simon Cowell of the show. He's never off the show or he's always a judge. He's number one. Yeah.
2: And not only that, these contestants, if they win because A-Track was judging, that gives more credibility to the award yeah, itself.
0: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, he might be judging.
2: <laughs> we're tearing this thing apart. <laughs> Who are we to do but this. But this is, I mean, if if I were
1: to listen to a podcast, this is actually the interesting part. Of it. This okay. is the best part. Of it. This is like yeah. what the road podcast is, sounds like
0: to me. This is what my fucking podcast sounds like. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what, I think, the road, road. I, I, think,
2: I think the ro- on the road uh, podcast is just biting you now.
0: That's right, God damn it! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, actually, check the, I don't know when everybody came out. If I I pulled up my old shit and the reason I started podcasting long ago, it predates pretty much everybody out because it wasn't commonplace to have podcasts. And I did it online and you had to access it online on a website. It was before uh, the iTunes podcast got really known and stuff. Before
1: shit was popping, B. Dead ass. Before dead, dead ass. Boom, you did it. That
0: was it. Now we fucking know right that. that shit We're fucking dead ass. <laughs> that's the title of this podcast by the way that's yeah. the yeah that's that the, the title bad. for for the Ass with Neil Jackson. Dead ass. Dead ass. <laughs> dead ass with Neil Jackson and Carrie Glass.
2: <laughs> but yeah, so that was it. That that's my that's my take on on the goldie. I mean, it, Well, that brings
0: great. us up to speed so we have less than 24 hours now until we see the goldie awards and only time will tell. I'm sure it will be a fun event no matter what the first one was amazing you went last year right yeah I had such a blast it was amazing so many great DJs all under one roof uh, and it wasn't just a trade show you know Oh god. and so so you know that's another thing too is that these kind of things are great places for us to get together and network so if you are a DJ out there listening to this podcast try to attend a battle even if it's your local ones because those people will potentially go on to perform at the larger events and not only that you might make something very special happen in your own city just by supporting it at its ground level yeah all right Carrie. anything you want to say you want to tell, tell people where to follow you on twitter yeah you can Instagram? find
1: me at abraham link it no oh uh, my god <laughs> dj Carrie uh, glass it's just my name dj k-e-r-r-y glass uh all my socials are that neil um
2: neil jackson N-E-I-L-J-A-C-K-S-O-N uh, on Instagram and I don't do Twitter. That's, that's for the kids.
1: And that's about it. It's we getting into fights with other DJs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rants.
0: <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. It's the Roger Rabbit Podcast. We are out. Peace. Wow, what a fun podcast. It was great to record that live in Brooklyn at our Airbnb. It was super awesome to talk to Neil Jackson and Carrie at the same time. Uh, Carrie Glass is a co-worker of ours at BPM Supreme. Make sure you follow him on his socials. Neil Jackson, new best friend of mine, super cool dude. Uh, If you ever get a chance to meet Neil, you will not be disappointed. So as you know, that was recorded pre-Goldie Awards. And now that we've seen it and witnessed it, I think the judges were perfect and everything went down the way it should have. I don't think that there's any disputing who took home the championships as the rightful winners. They definitely deserved it. Congratulations to DJ Buck Rogers, who I was screaming my head off for. He's a fellow Hoosier originally and uh, Texas based now, but so talented on the live drumming and production uh, element. Um, and also congratulations to DJ Uto, uh, amazingly talented DJ, and it was great to see him perform uh, this year and actually take home the prize. So, again, all the judges were awesome. They offered great feedback. They were really energetic on stage, and I think they should have all been there. Uh, if you listen to the uh, the debate uh, on the actual conversation of the podcast, you know sometimes people uh, feel that you know maybe it should only be uh, battle DJs, and there is still something to be said about that. May you know maybe. Uh, There could be other people that know more of the technical aspects of it. But when it comes down to it, uh, even the people who in the crowd were, which was comprised of all DJs that had definitely had the technical background. It was unquestionable that the winners were who they were, which is Buck Rogers and Yuto and uh, very deserved. So congratulations to everyone big shout out to a track congratulations to him Uh, big shout out to other people doing dj podcasts Uh, it's uh enough room out there for everybody the road podcast awesome podcast check them out uh and uh, a lot of great podcasts out there so if you listen to a dj podcast that's awesome and uh make sure you uh email me or instagram me other podcasts to shout maybe i'll have those guests on my shows and maybe i'll be on their shows who knows but Thanks for tuning in. This is the Raji Rabbit podcast. I'll catch you next time.